Export Advisors, a podcast about international sales with your host, Matthew Garfine. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Export Advisors podcast. We're at export-advisors.com. My name is Matthew Garfine, and today we're going to talk about one of the most important elements of a successful international sales operation, and that is pricing strategy. Let's start with a reality check. If your business up until now has been entirely based in your domestic market, be prepared to sell at a lower cost to your export customers. That's because your international customers incur many additional costs to sell your products, and if you want to be competitive, you need to go to market with the most aggressive pricing you can. That's what your competitors are already doing. But the good news is that this doesn't necessarily mean less margin for your company. A good way to determine export cost is to treat international sales as a separate division of your company, with its own profit and loss accounting. Once you know the actual operating cost of your export business, it's easier to calculate export selling cost. But how is this done? Calculate all the costs associated with doing business in your home market that won't apply to your export business. This includes domestic market advertising, promotions, trade shows, and events, as well as employees who have nothing to do with your export division. Once you subtract these costs from your total overhead, you'll have a clearer idea of the fixed cost of the international sales division. This will allow you to sell to export customers at a lower cost without sacrificing as much margin as you might think. There are two common approaches to determining selling cost. You can use the cost up method, which means adding your desired internal margin on top of the cost of goods. Or you can use the retail down method, which means giving all products a selling price that is a fixed percentage discount from suggested retail. My recommendation is to use the retail down method when establishing export costs. Your international customers will always look at US or European retail as a benchmark for determining the cost structure in their own markets. When you present a uniform pricing structure, your customers can apply their own margin structure in a consistent way. The retail down method does mean that inevitably you will have higher internal margin on some products than others. You will usually make higher margin on your premium priced products, and you will usually make less margin on your lowest cost products. For this reason, it's always in your best interest to work with international customers who are willing to support your entire product line. The higher margins made on the premium lower volume products will offset the lower margins made on the lower cost higher volume products. Most international distribution partners understand this margin disparity and will themselves be willing to work on lower margins for the higher volume products. If your premium products are marketed as a specific product family, you have the option of offering deeper pricing on that series of products to your international customers. This way, your customers can also make more profit on the higher cost products, which subsidizes the lower margins they are also making on the fast rotating products. Also, keep in mind that any good buyer, whether domestic or international, will ask for discounts at every opportunity. Every customer likes to feel like they're getting a good deal. So keep some extra margin in your export pricing that will give you the flexibility to offer discounts, particularly when negotiating large orders. One effective model to export pricing is the tiered pricing model. This means establishing more than one export price as opposed to a one price for all strategy. There are a couple ways to think about tiered pricing. Tiers can be based on buyer profile. This means selling at lower cost to wholesalers while selling at higher cost to direct retail accounts. This strategy is a must if you plan to sell to both a wholesaler 
and directly to retailers within the same market because it keeps the playing field level. Alternately, pricing tiers can be based on buyer commitment. This could mean offering advantageous pricing to customers who commit to carrying a large assortment of your products or customers who commit to a defined level of purchasing within a given time period. Preferential pricing can also be offered to customers who implement a specific marketing or merchandising program. The next question to consider is, where is your pricing? It's not enough to state the cost of your product. You must also state where that cost is. In other words, where does the product ship from at that price? Most companies maintain local warehouses in their home country. And of course, it's logical to offer export pricing out of your own warehouse. But nowadays, many products are produced by third-party manufacturers based in countries with lower labor costs, such as China or Vietnam. Give your customers the option of purchasing directly from the source country at a lower cost, and this will probably allow them to be more competitive in their own markets. For this to be feasible, you'll need to use a 3PL in the country of origin. 3PL means third-party logistics provider, and it's a logistics services company that can provide warehousing, receiving, and shipping for you in the country where your product is produced. Of course, using a 3PL has a cost that you will need to consider when constructing your pricing model, but in most cases, your product will still be less expensive when sold from its country of origin instead of your company's domestic warehouse. I'll clarify this with an example. Let's say your company is based in Chicago, USA, but your products are manufactured in Shenzhen, China. Your export price list includes two prices for each product. A price for products shipping out of the Chicago warehouse and a price for products shipping from your 3PL warehouse in China. Obviously, the Chicago pricing is higher because the goods must be transported from China to the USA with freight, duty, and warehousing costs factored into the selling price. Your customer might prefer to buy directly from China to take advantage of lower export costs. There might also be external factors that influence your export pricing strategy. One major factor is your competitors and how they are priced in each market. Work with your export distribution partners to gather information about competitive products retail pricing in their market. This will allow you to work backwards from local retail pricing to make an educated guess about the competitive product's export cost. Most distributors are also willing to share their own cost and margin structure with you to help you understand their pricing needs. Working together, you can determine the export cost that the distributor would require in order to sell at a competitive price in his market. There may be situations when it makes sense not to sell a product in a given market because you would have to sell at an unacceptably low internal margin in order for the product to be viable there. Another external factor that can influence your export pricing strategy is the freight and duty costs that add to your product's landed costs differently in every market. It's not possible to ensure consistent retail pricing in every country on the planet. International freight costs and import duties are factors that will vary greatly by country and add incremental costs to your product. In a protectionist country with 100% import duties, it's not realistic to expect your product to be sold at retail pricing that is comparable to the USA or Europe. Because freight and duties are variables beyond your control, the best you can do is provide your international partners with a logical and coherent export pricing structure that allows them to offer a consistent pricing model within their markets. Remember that your competitors are affected by these cost variables in exactly the same way you are. And that's it for today's podcast. If you have enjoyed this content, please subscribe and leave us a positive comment on the podcast service that you use. We welcome your comments at export-advisors.com. 
Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.